So, what's good, y'all? Welcome to an episode of Thoughts Pending Podcast. It's your host, Shah Solo. This week, I got a real special guest with me. This man's like one of the biggest movers and shakers in the area. So, go ahead and announce yourself. What's good? What's good? Um, it's Anwar, Anwar Kong, um, movement app creator, um, you know, liquor brand ambassador, all the above. Oh, bet that, bro. I know you're a man of many hats. So, before we get into all of that, I um, wanted to ask like a little bit about your background for people that may not know you. Like, can you give us a good description? A little bit of like where's how you got to the movement app and even like how you I guess came up through the uh I wanna say the nightlife realm, so to speak. Um, for me, man, um so originally born in Jamaica on the island. Um mm-hmm. came here, I was like thirteen. Um, grew up in Montgomery County. Um, after I left there, went to Morgan State University. Oh, you a bear too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. yeah, all day, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Morgan. Like I love Morgan, um, kind of found myself at Morgan, like became Mr. Morgan, all that good stuff. Oh damn. And then uh did like radio, campus radio, wrote for the newspaper, all that, um, while I was there. Um, left Morgan, started working at BT, worked at BT for like three years. Um Dang. left BT to pursue like my own endeavors pretty much, um, being um a nightlife photographer. Okay. It started paying the bills, and I was like, all right, well, that's what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? So started doing that. Did that for a while. Um, after doing that for maybe, let's say, three years, I got my first liquor branded ambassador job, like Crown Royal. Wow, that's big. Um, that went from Crown Royal. Then I started doing work with, like, Ciroc, De Leon, like, just all the, all these big brands. Um that continued with, to like Kettle One, Bullet Bourbon, more Crown Royal, um, Don Julio. And then uh, Reebok came calling, um, you know, through through a friend of mine connected me with Reebok. Um, I did, I was a Reebok um, influencer, brand ambassador for like a year. Did that, that was cool. I liked that a lot. Um, then, you know, continued doing that. Then Martel came calling, they reached out. And um, did Martel still here? So, really? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's big. I saw you just got a a, a slight promotion. I don't want to put too much out there, but I mean, you can talk yeah, about if you want to a I little mean, bit. You know what I'm saying? So, I I mean, it's um, it's like a lateral okay versus promotion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like for me, um, the like working with Martel exclusively was cool. It was dope. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but just you know, just having a conversation with like the parent company. That owns Martel, owns Jameson, owns Avion, owns Absolute. Just so like I just I had a, I got a, had an opportunity to go inside the parent company. Oh, that's phenomenal. So like I, you know like just having that experience of like actually being with the parent company. Yeah. Um, and then you know the world's my oyster from there on out. If whatever way I feel like going, you know what I'm saying. So. Damn, that's amazing. So uh, I guess not to go too far back, but like how was um the the whole photography nightlife situation, like when you come up, like how was that? Because what era were you in as well? Was it like the club love era or? Nah, nah, nah. So like, I started that in like two thousand six. Okay. So that was like right after the whole like love thing. So DC was kind of like going through like the the birth of what it is now, kind of yeah. like where it's like it's a young cool parties like. People weren't wearing suits to parties no more. People were starting <laughs> with sneakers and hats and right. tees and like 
polos and jeans, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like I came up in that era, like, okay. you know what I'm saying, when the city was just starting to like buzz. You know yeah, what I'm like get a little revamp, so to speak. Yeah, 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 Renaissance. Yeah, because before that, man, um, you only had a couple options. You was going to love or dream or whatever, and then you was going to H2O or like Zanzibar or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Damn, throwbacks. It was it wasn't a lot of options, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it was, was limited. Lot, yeah, it was limited. So but I mean I made it work for me, you know what I'm saying? Um I think like there were other people coming up, but like what made it I looked at it like I looked at photographer photography not as as a purpose. Mm-hmm. It was like a vehicle to get to where I was trying to get to. I see. So you know what I'm saying? Everything was about business. Like it was like the bigger business picture for me versus versus a smaller business. It wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't about the check every night. Mm-hmm. Like I knew the brands would come calling. If you build it big enough, brands was gonna be like, "Oh shit!" Like we need to be here. You I know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Damn. So you had the foresight doing the photography thing, basically saying like this is gonna be a stepping stone to get me where I'm trying to get to. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. Thinking about that early. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I've always been like a big picture guy. Uh huh. Like you know what I'm saying? So like I like the big picture. And then I'll like bring people around me with the detail. Who handle the details? I see. Nah, that's get, smart, man. Get there. Damn. So yeah. Okay. So like, cause for me, it's like, it's like this thing is like, some people are afraid of other having other people around them, um, because they'd be like, yo, because they're weaknesses. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. you feel like if somebody, let's say I'm not a great writer, mm-hmm. right? Which I'm not. I'm not a great writer, um, but. I don't mind having somebody around me who could write because you need people who are going to amplify your weaknesses or make your weaknesses, use their strengths to like cancel out your weaknesses. Right. Got to delegate that, the work. And that's how you become successful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like Oprah isn't a great writer, mm-hmm. but she has people around her that writes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And then you just deal with everything else. Yeah. I think the main thing that I think the issue people run into is ego more than anything. It's ego, man. Yeah. Because you try to be the tricks of all trades. Yeah. I mean, and I think people people are people are afraid, are afraid of competition. Yeah. They feel like people will outshine them. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes putting other people on is is the best way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. feel like though, like, yeah. I, I like putting my friends on for stuff. Like, you even should. with this platform that I got. Like I like putting my friends on with their businesses and other endeavors because you want to be around people like that because that's how you grow. Yeah, you can't grow if you're around the same people doing the same thing all the time. You know, straight up. So that's what I like about it. But you know, teach his own. Some people yeah. think they can do it all on their own, but experience is the best teacher, like I always say. It is. So, uh, like, what I was going to ask you was like, how has the nightlife shifted a little bit now? You touched on it a second ago a little bit, but like comparison to when you first started your photography thing to now, because now it's like. Pandemonium out here because I got my friends from all over saying, "Yo, we gotta come out there for brunch or yeah, come yeah, out yeah. there for a day party." I mean, I think DC, um, <laughs> it's kind of like the evolution, man. Like, uh, so 2006, things were like things were starting to split up. Uh, then Mark and Taz went through their whole breakup, um, and that kind of like split the city in two. Yeah, like it was like, "Are you rocking with Mark? Are you rocking with Taz?" So like, promoters was just like, it was like, "You over here, you over here." That kind of you know that kind of kind of split the city up, but that gave opportunity at the same time that people could come in and like and grow. So then you have a lot of promoters who came in and it's been killing ever since. Um, but DC has just kind of changed over that time. You know what I'm saying? So I think one of the things I tried to do back in the day was I always wanted to make DC a party destination city. Yeah. So one thing I used to do was I used to go whenever I used to go to the club and take pictures, right? Um, I used to wake up in the morning, like, I used to, like, let's say I went to, 
on an eye bar, like whatever club was open. I used to get a if, if there was a celebrity there, right? Yeah. If I got the photo of the celebrities, I would send it to all the blogs. Smart. Before I went to sleep, I'd be like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying? Rick Ross was spotted at Ultra Bar in DC last night. Um, you know what I'm saying? Whatever." And I'd have my logo and my tag on there, and you know what I'm saying? Damn. Smart brand, yeah. So, so, so like all the national blogs, you know what I'm saying? The YBF, like yeah. back then, the Concrete Loops, they were all posting the code, bitch. They were all posting my photos of DC parties. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, I like to think that, like, I have something to do with what DC has become. No like, question. Has become like this destination party cities where it's popping. People are moving here because they see the party photos, they see things happening. Um, I mean, I think in like the rooftop thing in DC, like we started Ozio in like 2012. Okay. Um, and that was like Ozio, yeah. That man, we started that. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. But like couple, like 2009, me and my homeboy Anthony um, Hanson, mm-hmm. we did like the first rooftop party in DC at Ibiza. Really? Like a, it was a rooftop day party. We <laughs> called it Sky, dog. Oh shit! And everybody was there. It was like so lit, son. It was like, yeah. Is that capacity? Yeah, like it was, like the rooftop was dope. Like we had the rooftop. Like nobody else had thought. Like yo, let's do a rooftop day party. Yeah, we was like yo, let's try it. We did it. It was crazy. Like everybody was there. Was and crazy. everybody started adopting after that. Yeah, and now it's just it's just wild everywhere. Um, but the brunch scene here is wild, man. It is. Um, DC has the best nightlife scene in America. Really, and I'll say that. Um, because like people go, people say Miami's dope, but mm-hmm. Miami is a it's a tourist city, so it's always going to be popping. Yeah. I mean, New York, they don't have no venues like that. No, right? they don't. Cali ends at 1.30. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's a fact, bro. Yeah. Especially you know LA, saying? man. Yeah, right? Atlanta's dope, but Atlanta, Atlanta still has those like mega clubs, so it ain't really a lot of options. Yeah, it's unless you're like, trying to go to a strip club. Yeah. Heavy. Like, yeah. That's really it. Houston, same thing. They close at like 2. You Damn. know what I'm saying? You're in D.C., man, like seven nights a week. <laughs> You could find something to do. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. So like I remember like 2000, like maybe like 2013, 14, like we were doing parties. But my website, Elite DC, we were covering parties. We were covering, oh, that's you? Yeah. I didn't know that. We were covering like 25 parties a week. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we like literally, we had like for like three years in a row, we had a thousand party galleries on the website Smile. each year. That's wild. We're covering a thousand parties a year, dog. That's wild. Bro. That is. That's wild. Just Jesus. to think about it like that. I don't think how y'all have enough like space to even put all that on your site. Like, man, you could find a hosting, man. Like that's true. I, I went to like I got to the point where like my hosting started costing me like three hundred a month. Uh-huh. Because like I just went and just got a server. Smart. So like I would like whatever the hosting, I forgot the name of the hosting company, host dime or something like that. Yeah. Um at first, I had like a shared environment, and it was just too slow. And I was just like, you know what? Just put all my stuff on my own server. Like, I want my own server, only my own stuff on there. That was expensive, but it I was, believe it. It's worth. It. <laughs> yeah, because it got you to where you yeah, are now. Sure. Straight up. Yeah. Sometimes I pay it forward. Yeah, but you know, I think DC, the DC nightlife scene is kind of going through a change right now. So, like a couple years ago, it was like bottle service, heavy, heavy. Like, but people weren't having fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, you pay your twenty. You go to opera, you stand around, you look at the bottles come, and you just stand there like, okay, where's the fun? There's nobody having the fun fun anymore. Um, I think now people are into like 
themed events. So you see like the tequila in the city, the city, the, the Liddy in the, the city. You know what I'm yep. saying? You see what Walt, Walt and them, that, well, everything yep. they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shout out Gabby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you see everything they're doing. It's like themed. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like a big tequila party. Like, yep. like those are the type of events that people want. You know what I'm saying? They want like one-offs, like dope. Like let me, let me get my mind set to go to this. Let me go to this R&B party. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. not the club. So you, the downtown clubs are struggling now. Really? They're really struggling. I mean, it's only a couple from there that are winning. You know what That's I'm saying? True. Like, the only clubs downtown that are winning right now is Park and Rose Bar. Yeah. Everything else is just like, we struggling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're struggling to make the ends meet if you go down and look. So, Damn. Um, and it's just because people want something different. Um, and then like, I go. Let's say I go to whatever club downtown. I pay twenty to get in, mm-hmm. or thirty, whatever, forty, whatever. Yeah, whatever. If the line is long, about like forty. Grown you know what I'm saying? Dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then drinks be like fifteen dollars. You know what I'm saying? If you want like top shelf, you, you might be paying seventeen dollars a drink. Then you bound for a youngin. You're right, man. <laughs> then like tip. Tip, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all, like, why am I going to spend $100 to go out on a Saturday night when I could just buy my ticket in advance to, like, a tequila party? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Pay 10 whatever, RCP, whatever, free. Show up before midnight. Get in free. And drinks going to only be, like, $8. Yeah. Or get a complimentary drink at your, uh, uh what's that, uh, gallery in New York? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So people want, like, the experience versus just, like, going out. I agree. So that's that's where we at right now. Uh, that's good, though, because, you know, back, like, prior to this, like, people just go to these parties and stuff to stare at their phone all night. Yeah. And you know, I'm like, come on, son. It's no point. You might as exactly. well stay where you at. And so. you know what I'm saying? You get, then you got the IG shorties who act like, you know what I'm saying? They just be like selfies all crazy. Yep. Like the, they only have fun. They only have fake fun for the gram. You know what I'm saying? They, they be sure. there. Oh, yeah. Or drinking up all the free liquor. <laughs> you know that. And spending OPM, other people's money. Exactly. <laughs> but um, so I guess since we're already on it, um, can you rap about your movement app? Yeah. It's um, more than just an app to me. It's more like a lifestyle. So It's a lifestyle platform. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. So like... What I wanted to do was create something that, like, I was interested in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, um, you know, I think sometimes, like, millennials, we get, like, a rap, like, a bad rap. Or Gen X is, like, we all get, like, a bad rap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that we don't care about, like, life. We're just, like, on the, on the word. Like, we just don't care about anything. Yep. But I think we care about, like, going out, having a good time. But we also care about like our 401k. Gotcha. So it's like, like we are weird. So like we will be turned up at brunch on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Monday, like, all right, back at work, 401k, what it's looking like. We then be like, all right, cool. I need to book a trip to Dubai and then book a trip to wherever, bet. And Friday, all right, cool. I'm trying to pay it. I'm trying to buy a house. So I gotta make sure my bills are on time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we care about all these different things happening and there's so many so many things being pulled at us, right? Agreed. So what I wanted to do with, with movement was A, um, be a guide where we wanted to cut through the clutter. Mm-hmm. So I, you go to Eventbrite. It's like a, it's like 50 pages of event on Eventbrite. Yeah. For any, <laughs> any day, right? Fact. So we just cut through that and then weed it down to like a 30 or 40 events you need to know about every month. So basically I did a survey mm-hmm. and the survey was if you could if you could get a curated list of events every month, how many events would it be? And people were like 20 to 30. 
That seems versus, feasible. Versus 80 or 100 events. Just give me 20 or 30 I need to know about. I could plan my month around that. Yeah. So that's what we did. Just just cut through it. You know what I'm saying? And then like, and then another part is like, if you want to find concerts, you have to go to Ticket. Um, what, Ticketmaster? Live Nation, Ticketmaster. Oh, yeah. Master. They own everything now. Yeah. Another conversation. But exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it's all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So we wanted to just kind of just put everything in one space. So you won't miss anything. You could just scroll through one space, find a party, find your um, home buying workshop. Oh, wow. Find your happy hour. Find, you know what I'm saying, your woman empowerment brunch. Like, yep. just all these different categories of events like in one space. You know what I'm saying? Um, the second thing was just... You know, ownership like, you know, like the black dollar only stays in our community six hours. You know what I'm saying? We have to, other communities, it's like days. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So we have to find a way to make sure that money, people are shopping in our community and spending, you know, more money. Like, it's a lot of really dope black owned businesses downtown. People might not know Park is black owned. A lot of people don't yep. even know Park is black owned. Yeah. Like, Damn, I didn't even know this was black owned. You know what I'm saying? People don't know the, Marriott Grand Marquis downtown, mm-hmm. like the the that is owned by like a company that's a black owned company. I you never know what knew I'm that. Saying? Like Marriott, like it's because in Marriott you could buy a franchise basically. Mm-hmm. So that's a franchise of a Marriott hotel. It's black owned. Wow, it's all these. You know what I'm saying? But people don't know. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So it's like we want to be able to spotlight those dope black businesses. Um, yeah, spend money here. Like keep money in our community. And then, like, the, the the third part is, like, content. You know what I'm saying? We want to give you, like, our, we did our 40 on the 40 list. We did our yep. we did our third. We did our 25 top real estate agent in the area. Like, we want to be able to spotlight the people who are making, making, like, changes and doing, like, the dope things and, like, giving you really clever articles and clever content. And then podcasts. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a lot of dope up-and-coming podcasts um, like yours. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate that. That are independent, yeah. And if you stick them somewhere like Apple or wherever, they're just a, they're just a part of it. You yeah, know another what I'm number. Like this is another number, and there's no one when somebody goes to listen to the read, mm-hmm. your joint ain't coming up there. Nope. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So You're it's right. like I want to say podcast for Black millennials by Black millennials, all in one space. You know what I'm saying? Nah, so you can is. scroll through, read the description, and read versus. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a mystery. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of, it's a lot, but I wanted to put all of those in one thing um, and just create like a lifestyle guide that you could use every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Need that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's important. Definitely. Yeah. Damn. So uh, so another question I was going to ask you is like, how do you like develop relationships with brands, basically? Because I know you said like you uh, started at BET. Then you move through, ended up uh, getting linked with Reebok. Like, how did you maneuver through those situations? Um, everything is about relationships, man. Like relationships and like keeping your keeping your brand and your name clean. Yeah. Um, like the the Crown Royal thing came from like, um, like basically like four people. So it's like yeah. my homeboy Glenn Hodge. He was working with the local distributor. Hmm. Um, then we had my homeboy um, Kareem. He was doing the same thing, distributor. And Gary, rest in peace. He was a Ciroc ambassador, rest in peace, G. Um, and then my homeboy Prince, who was working for Cornerstone Agency. So like that whole thing came. They were looking for somebody, mm-hmm. and my name. I had done some work for Cornerstone. Gary and them, they were all my boys. So they were like, "Yo, y'all, oh wow, y'all should hire Anwar." Bet. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then, as it should be. Yeah, Reebok was kind of crazy. Um, I had done some work for Ciroc. So I used to like travel with Ciroc as their photographer and hit like the, wherever Diddy was at, I would go. Damn. And like make sure I, you know, I was the one getting all the photos and the videos of Diddy uh, back then. Um, and the lady that was managed the whole, managing the whole Ciroc thing mm-hmm. for Diddy or whatnot, um, she recommended, she actually put my name down for the Reebok interview. Like I had no idea about it. Damn. She just called me like a Sunday night. And she was like, yo, Anwar, like, I put your name down to be interviewed tomorrow at 1230. Be there. Like, just go. And, like, I went. And that's how it happened. Damn. Yeah. The Martell thing was through somebody I met on Instagram. Really? And, like, like she got the job managing the whole program. And then she was hit me. She's like, yo, I see what you're doing in D.C. I, we want you in D.C. And that's... Yo, that's dope. That's dope. So I be telling people, man, like... Make sure, make sure you keep your Instagram clean. Make sure you stay on brand with who you are. You know what I'm saying? Don't post too crazy. Um, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, these brands are watching. People are watching you. You know what I'm saying? So when I went into the, Re- into the Reebok interview, they had a whole social media profile of me already. Like, I saw my file. It was like, um, it was crazy. <laughs> that was stacked, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? there was a whole file on me already. Like, and I ain't. It's not like I applied or gave them who I was. It was like they already had a background on me. Like, this is who he is. This is what his his, his impressions are. This is what you know. what I'm saying who that's he is. wild. Yeah. So like, I'm like I tell everybody like, yo, your social media will either prevent you, it will help you, or prevent you from getting the job. You know what I'm saying? No, I believe Straight that. Up. Definitely. Especially in this like brand field, because you never know who's watching you. Because there are people who are following you. Mm-hmm. So in this like circle, right? Mm-hmm. In this like circle of like influencer jobs, they these jobs aren't like posted on websites or anything like that. They're just like in the know. So an agency will be like, yo, these are the 10 people we're thinking about for this position. And then like random people will just be following you on the gram, but you don't know. You just think it's just a random follower. I do always. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you don't know. Like they, it just might be a, a page with like no description in it. You know what I'm saying? Just be like a blank page. I would think it's the feds. Yeah. <laughs> but it just might be an agency watching you. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like just watching like what you're posting. Are you going to be on brand? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like. If you say you're working for Pepsi mm-hmm. and you say you you you're let's say somebody says, Yo, yo, Shaw, come do this thing for Pepsi. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, All right, cool. So you so you doing the whole thing for Pepsi, but then or you say you're with Pepsi, but then like every once in a while you post in a coat. Oh, uh, yeah, you can't do that. You know what I'm it's saying? The same with them. Yeah. I ain't even talk. I did like I did like a whole campaign for Pepsi too, like a six month campaign for Pepsi. Oh damn! Same lady who did the Reebok deal, mm-hmm. hooked that up, cut oh, that check. Oh, like so, people up top for real, man. So it's like <laughs> it's like people like people be watching what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And if you do good work, people will stay with you. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's yeah. a fact. Cause I'll say like some people, two guys that definitely like I guess kind of seen come from the social media to where they're like I guess I could say stardom. Yeah. He's a mirror. I've been following them Bama since like 2013. Yeah. I saw how they went from Complex to MTV to where they go to HBO and then now to Showtime. It's yeah. like, and these guys are just two regular guys from the Bronx. So I'm like, it's possible. It's very possible, bro. You know, but you got to be consistent with you the gotta, two. You got to be consistent. Social media makes the whole world smaller and you could find an audience there. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. So once you find your audience, you can run with it. Nah, I yeah. agree. That's why it's, it's also important to like talk to your followers too. Straight you up. Know? You have to engage. Man. Yeah. Those engagement rates are important. Definitely, because you know people be worried about a follower count. I'm like, you can have 10K followers, but 
If you like tweet something, they're probably not gonna retweet it because they don't know you. Yeah, they don't engage with them. They don't engage. You know, you're not talking. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, another question I want to ask you. Oh, so hmm, I guess when it comes to the like move, moving within the industry, whatever the case may be, at least with entertainment and stuff, how do you kind of differentiate knowing like I know this person is like somebody I can call on for anything. I know this person is only here for this specific situation. How do you like? I guess. Differentiate between the two. Um, man. So, like, I think, I think in life and like all this entertainment. So you'll have mm-hmm. like your social friends and your real friends. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Like your social friends are the people who like they want to be there with you when you out at night getting the tables. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when it's time to move, ain't no way to be found. You know what I'm saying? And I think you got to test your people too. Hmm. How you know what so? I'm saying? Like, I feel like you gotta test the people that you're around. Like, you gotta like, this is this is wild, but like, you gotta like, hit your people at like 1 a.m. and be like, nigga, I need I need you to come do this. Right. Like, yo, can you come pick me up? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, even if you don't even need it, bro. Like, yeah. but you gotta just, test just to see. You, you gotta sometimes test your people. I see to that. see how real they are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a lot of people just they try to be for the ride. You know what I mean? And they don't oh, I really know. Show up. So I think you just gotta. It's energy, man. It's energy, and also just testing your people. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I get like, that. Because I don't mind calling people, my my friends. Really? For, for like for anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I might I might not need a hundred fifty, but I might I'm like nigga, I need a hundred fifty right now. Cash at me. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'll get back to you tomorrow. Like, I see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to see what people's mind is at. Nah, you're right. Because some people, some people just come and they, they drain, they drain, they drain, they take, they take, they take. You got to be around people who are like filling your tank too. Straight up. Definitely. You know I mean? So yeah, because I noticed that now. Like, because I mean, I don't act like I'm Mr. Popular, but I be out here doing a whole lot of stuff, yeah. being the nightlife scene a little bit. But like every once in a while, damn, no invite. Like, damn, why you telling this was going on? I was like. I mean, if you're asking me that question, then you already answered your question. Yeah. You know, it's like, we don't even talk on a regular on some like, hey, how you doing? How you living type stuff. So it's like, why would you expect me? Yo, so I'm going to a mansion party tonight. Y'all should just come through. Yeah. And sometimes moves be spur of the moment. Yeah. At the same time, it's like, son. I, yeah. I think I think people hit me sometimes like, yo, no invite. I'll be like, yo, like, I just be... I just, <laughs> like, my work is out and about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, if my work is out and about, like, I don't I don't go to work with you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's so not on like, my front of my mind. Yeah. Like, if, I, if I'm having a friends at work day, I'll hit you and be like, yo, let's go do this. You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, I just move and just, I don't know tag-alongs. I'll just be, you know what I'm saying? Just go. Nah, I feel that's why they call me Shaw Solo. Because I'm always <laughs> by myself, son. Like, every sometimes, like, I used to try to get all my friends together and do stuff. But sometimes, like, son, you can't mix... Yo, everybody has different facets of friends and stuff. If I put yeah. all my facets of friends together, it'd probably be a big ass fight. Yeah, just because nah, yeah. you know, I roll solo too. I, Cause you know what, I like to roll solo because I don't have to ask people when they're ready to go. That's the main thing, though. Like, leave when you feel like it. I go leave when, you when feel I like fit. It. How about you know that's ain't my vibe. I'm going home. Exactly. Versus like you ready? <laughs> nah, I ain't ready. Oh, all right, bet. Especially like, if you ain't drive. Exactly. Nah, so I drive <laughs> everywhere. Like I, like I don't like riding in no car. Only cars I like riding is Uber, and I can call it when I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, nah, I'm good. I drive. Nah, I don't I'm blame wrong. you, cause Bama's man. Some yeah, people be up all night, especially when your man's trying to bag somebody, bag a youngin. Yeah, I'm good. So. Like, yo, bro, really, yeah, son? Yeah. It's three o'clock. She ain't get your number yet, man. Just go home, dog. <laughs> hey, man, it's a wrap, dog. <laughs> if you can't even get her gram, it's a wrap. <laughs> so, uh. I guess we switched gears for a second. Um, 
So I'm not you a big hip hop head like me. So I was wondering, like, do you think other industries disrespect their pioneers and legends like hip hop does? And the reason why I asked this is because I feel like every other week there's always some comparison with someone from this era and the past era, which is fine. You can do your comparisons, but like, what was that song that what's his name came out with? Uh, I think it was Glass Malone. Do Tupac deserve to die? I'm like, bro, really? Come on, man. And it's like every Pac been gone for about twenty some odd years, so it's like, yeah. son, I granted, great one of my favorite rappers of all time too. It's like. People always kind of try showing people's legacy sometimes, I feel like. It's not even just Pac, a lot of people. It's just like, why? I don't see, like, do you think other industries or other genres do that? I, bro, I don't think any other race does that. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 it's deeper than music, bro. Like, I think it's music. I think it's, 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 it's built into us. Not built into us. It's a part of our, like, it's a part of how they program us. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I don't know, I don't like, I don't know why. Like you think back to Africa and slavery. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't, it wasn't white men going around capturing black people, putting them on a boat. Yeah, we it was black. It was black people going to capture other black people and selling them to the white man. Yeah. So like, why is like, like why? You know what I'm saying? Why are we? Why do we sell ourselves out? And then when we get here, you know what I'm saying? Like when we get here, like they they further, like break us down and divide us. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at um like we like we don't like we don't like we don't ride for each other. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like it's like the it's kind of like it's like why they put some slaves in the house and some yep, in the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You always have that like they never come Attention. together. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And then you look at hip hop man, hip hop it's just always been like just, just like the even like the whole battle rap thing, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like that, it's like you're always going at somebody's neck. Yeah, there's no camaraderie at all. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a competition. Always, and we like we're always like fighting, fighting, fighting. In the hood, we fight. Yeah. Everywhere we fight, we fight each other all the time. We there's hardly ever any peace between black people, dog. You know uh, what I'm saying? It's de it's deeper than just music. It's, I agree it, with that. It's, it's a cultural thing. It's like. It's something. It's the yeah. You know it's ingrained in us. It's ingrained know? in us, bro. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I don't either. Cause it seems like people are addicted to it. Cause yeah. you know, cause I've been on a timeline. You've been on a timeline. Some days you see people post shit from like TMZ. Someone fighting. Someone's having a relationship woes. And it's like, yo, you are what you consume. So if that's all you look at. That's all you're gonna think about. That's all you're gonna represent. Yeah. You know, and I'm not knocking nobody that does that. If you, that's your form of entertainment, fine. But with me, I gotta balance my shit out. I think, but um. I mean, like, just a human disposition, period. Like, mm -hmm. so, like, the study is a study out there. Like, um, like 80% of the human thoughts, 80% of human thoughts are negative thoughts. Really? 80%. Like, like an average human, 8 out of 10 thoughts is a negative thought. That makes sense. Like, so it's kind of like, you know, that's why, like, motivational speeches and all those stuff, like, really work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you literally can't sit in your negativity. You have to fight it, you know what I'm saying? You have to, it's hard to stay positive all the time. It is. That that's why when you look at it like anything that's negative, that's why gossip slights are so big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. TMZ is TMZ doesn't give you newsworthy whatever at all. It's just negative. Like look at CNN right now. Mm -hmm. You think CNN wants Trump out of out of office? No. no. <laughs> they got no. a lot of free pub, man. No, like they want Trump. They're like their their business is probably booming. Like I probably. I don't know if CNN is publicly traded, yeah. but I need to look at like their their like advertising sheets and how much money they've made 
when Obama was in office versus mm-hmm. how much they're making now that Trump is in office. They're probably making way more money from advertising. Oh, no question. Because their viewership is up. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's just negativity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it is. It, it sells. And that's what people want. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of crazy. I think, you know, we, we've all been like broken down. Um, you know, I, I look at like men and women and how like, so like I, I read this book, man. Um, mm-hmm. the, the way of the superior man. Heard of it? Yeah. Like, greatest book. Really? Like I feel like every man should read this book. Add it to my list. Like I feel like, and the reason why I'm saying is like I think a lot of men we don't know how to interact with women or handle women. Yep. And and that's because even like even our fathers, a lot of them don't don't know how to interact and handle women. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And this book kind of, this book tells you, it gives you a game plan on how to deal with women and how to understand the women thought process and how as a superior man, you you handle all of that. But it to me, like it goes back to like how, um, how like during slavery, they separated the family, right? Yep. So when they separated the family, Therefore, the woman had to take on the masculine traits. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? That the man, that because she saw the man getting beat. Yep. And she realized at any given moment, they could take that man and kill him and, or sell him. So she had to take on the masculine traits that was lacking in the home. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Just to um, take on, take on the... the, the um, to take on the so basically the woman had to take on the masculine traits of like of the man yeah um and and like really what happens is like masculine men we desire really feminine women definitely do right yeah and anytime and like and whenever like a woman takes on masculine energy naturally as masculine men we shy away from it we can't like we're not attracted to it it neutralizes the energy yeah right and anytime Whenever a woman takes on masculine energy, she does that because she sees her man taking on ne- female, um, feminine, feminine energy. energies. Yeah. So therefore, it neutralizes. Damn. So it's kind of like history repeating itself. So right in a way. Exactly. So when you look at like now, you look at all these like single women who are like, you know, like we have the most successful like educated black women, but a lot of them are single. Yeah. And it's really because all that negative stuff, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it all plays a part in like how we treat each other. Like um, the, the the female, the, the female who, the woman who was like successful and like driven like by her career, mm-hmm. she takes on like a masculine energy and she looks at men who don't have good jobs who are not stable yeah. as, as as if they have feminine energy. I can see that. So therefore she she doesn't look at the man as like her equal or someone she should be she should try to build with. Yep. She can't trust him to lead. Hmm. You know, and, go and, ahead. and then the man looks at her like she doesn't have feminine energy, so I'm not attracted to her. Yeah. I can't provide for her either because she can provide for herself. What am I here for? So like yeah. that's that's really what's happening, bro. Damn. And it's it's deep. You know it and it's like, but that all that's all like theories in that book. And that's why I say everyone should read that book, because it's gonna make you think about every relationship that you that you have and every 
um, interaction you have with a woman is going to be like, damn, what would the superior man do right now? I see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so question with that theory, though. Why is it, and this is just from what I've seen as well, like, why is it that men are kind of forced in a way, or societal woes, of course, but in a way men are expected to date, like, hypothetically speaking, down, but when women, I guess, it's kind of like they're shunned for doing it, or they don't feel like they can do it or should do it. Because think about it, like, well, I've uh, subscribed to Forbes a while ago. Long story less long, I see, like, most women got their money from inheritance, from divorces and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't see too many men out there that's like, uh, like men, I feel like men, like a high power or successful man will date like a random model. Not saying models are bad or anything, they don't make a lot of money, but it's like, he got his own money, I'm gonna link up with her, now she's getting some of my money, but the roles are reversed, women aren't really expected to do shit like that. So I'm trying to understand like, the disconnect. It's all about energy. Hmm. It's all like, I, yo, like literally it's all about energy. You ever see like, you ever see, okay, you ever see like an older dude with a younger shorty? Yeah, there's a plenty and, of examples I can name. <laughs> right, and he might not even be hitting. Yeah. He just might be hanging out with her because he desires that energy. That younger, fem- that feminine feminine energy does something to a man. Yeah, damn. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? Like motherfucking, um, what's this, what was that movie called? Casino with uh Ginger and... Rothstein, uh-huh. remember he was fucking with Ginger. Ginger really was wasn't really fucking with him like that because even though he was giving her money and all that stuff, she ended up still messing with her old pimp. I see what you're saying with that. I do the connection. If you haven't seen that movie, see it. Casino was great, but yeah, it's the energy. Damn, it's all that's about, real. It's all about energy. It's the feminine and the masculine energy, bro. It it like and if it's off, it neutralizes. Wow, you know what I'm saying? I never thought about it like yeah. that. Yeah. That's deep. So like, yeah. So like, very few women who are like getting it can look at a man that's not getting it or can't provide and be like, "I see a masculine energy in him." They just hmm. look like, damn. He got feminine energy. I can't. I could see that. I could see kind of see it, understand it from their spectrum too. Yeah. Because like, look at like uh, like Ti and Tiny. Because when Tiny, you already we already know she was big in the skate back in the day. Yeah. And she already came from money anyway. When Ti was on his come up, she was there supporting the whole way. Yeah. Now. I don't know. I don't count people's pockets, but they're doing pretty great yeah, together. Yeah. So I could see that. But, you know, T.I.'s a man's man as well. Like, yeah, he and, handled and, his and, business. And there's an exception to every rule. And, hmm. and and it might not be money, you know what I'm saying? But she might look at him and mm-hmm. be like, yo, the way he carries himself, the way he, like, the way his mannerisms are, like, that will offset that that energy also. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah, I got to read that book, man. Nah, Yo, I, and I even tell like I even tell women now like don't date no nigga who don't who has not who has not read this book because yeah. he, he's not gonna know how to deal with your emotional swings. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's not like like you know um, if you can't handle your your woman's chaos, mm-hmm. you can't handle chaos in the real world. Yeah, that's true. I can see that because the chaos from your woman's kind of like. On a small scale, comparison to some real life situations yeah, going on. So it's like if your woman is tripping out, mm-hmm. if you leave, you're gonna leave your issues. Yeah, you're not gonna face them. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I get that. And if you walk out on your woman while she's tripping, she's gonna look at you like you're weak, instead of like, instead of coming and like addressing her like straight up. Hmm. So would you think would it be the same thing if roles were reverse? Your woman tripping out and. No, if you're tripping out as a man, your woman kind of just leaving you high and dry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not good. I just said it for one of my homegirls, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Because I feel like it's human nature at the end of the day. Granted, two different sexes or whatever, but I feel like human nature, son. Like I feel like we got to be 
there for each other for trial tribulations. You have, and yeah, stuff. you have to be there. You know, because if you don't feel secure, I feel like any man or woman, if you're not feeling secure in the situation that you're in, you're not gonna want to fuck with them no more. You're not gonna trust them. Nope. You know. You're not. So you're not. Yeah. You're not. He's straight up. You're not. Yeah, I'm looking to that man. But that's another question for another episode, <laughs> for sure. So I guess. Switch gears for well, another uh, wild situation going on. Um, so Area 51 now has 1.2 million participants signed up. How do you think this is going to turn out? And for, for your answer, for those that don't know, there's some uh, petition or something going around. People talking about going to Area 51, I think September the 20th or something like that. And I guess they want to just storm the camp compound to see what's in there, which... I personally think it's a bad idea. It ain't happening. <laughs> you don't think so either? <laughs> All the roads going to be blocked. You ain't getting there. <laughs> like, shit, you, you can get how, it. How you going to get over there, bro? I mean, if you got a caravan of people, son, they say strength in numbers, right? Strength in numbers, bro, but like, they're not about to let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're going to tear gas them people to death, son. Shit, you're going to get the head took off. And I, no, I don't even think you can fly over Area 51. You can't. That's a no-fly zone. You go to that zone, you're getting shot down immediately. Yeah, I heard some companies were trying to sponsor. I forgot who I saw on Twitter. I was talking about sponsoring people going over there, which is insane to me. But we'll see. Oh, we got a visitor. Hello. But um, that, that's our other producer right there. But um, <laughs> but, um they go, yeah. yeah, they're not letting them people get in there. Yeah, not at all. You don't think even some one person could possibly make nah, it? Nah, they not. They not. <laughs> There's not. Like, yo, the government is powerful, bro. Oh, no question. Like the government, they're not. They ready for it right now. Yeah, I saw that. I, thought, I think it might have been associated person. Somebody said they're staying ready, which basically means like they got them things on them. If y'all really want to go there and find out. Yeah. <laughs> Yo. Like, they're not going to kill American citizens, but they. Mm, okay. Nah, they're not, they not about to like have like a firing range. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like China or Russia money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, I mean, they'll do like not real bullets, they'll shoot them in like, you know. Oh, like flashbang grenades? You know, like, the yeah. Paralyzing. Or like, yeah, just, you know what I'm saying, or rubber bullets. Them motherfuckers still hurt. They hurt, but they're not about to kill you, though. You know what I'm saying? You right. You right. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's wild, you know son. They're not about to kill yeah. I don't know. We'll see about that. I'm going to keep looking into that, because I think that's interesting. It's something over there they hiding. It is. I feel like, at this, man, this is probably going to sound crazy, but I feel like we kind of have too much freedom to a degree, because I feel as though like if people knew everything that went on went on around here, son, we'd be bonkers. Yeah. Think about it. Some things you gotta hold back from people. I know yeah. some people might not agree with me on that, but I feel like some things we just don't need to know. Nah, you can't. Everybody can't know everything, bro. Yeah, yeah like, like people can't know everything. Like that's why. Nah. Especially if they find out. Like, sorry before I get to the next subject, but like, imagine if they do have actual physical proof that there's another like extraterrestrials out there. You know what that would do for religion? In general, that yeah. would just destroy the whole entire it, it idea. Would, it, would, it would destroy everything. Yeah, and, and religion is a, is a way to like organize people. Exactly, you and throw away the organization. Keep, keep people in control. Yeah, yeah, definitely that, and it's a you know under control. I should say. Under yeah, control. like it's a faith belief system because if you have you take away somebody's faith or belief, that's it, son. Yeah. You're gonna be off the off the wagon. Yeah, for real. So since we're already on some technological stuff anyway. Uh, so Elon Musk wants to combine human AI with this thing called Neuralink. So I'm going to break this down for y'all that don't know. So Neuralink is basically like getting a chip put towards your brain or something along those lines. Now, here's the good side to it because, of course, it's the bad side. But the good side is like they were saying like for people that have, uh, I would say like muscle issues or something. Let's say, for example, someone could be paralyzed or something like that. That chip could help them basically walk again or get mobilization in their 
uh, extremities and stuff like that, which is a good idea to me. Now, the drawback to that is how do you know when you're in control or who's in control of that? Because I feel like that shit get hacked, dog. <laughs> you already know how the internet is now. So imagine your brain connected to the internet. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's, that's wild. I, I just feel like stuff like that um, should be a case-by-case basis. Hmm. I think like if someone is paralyzed and needed, yeah. then sure, like please do. But like the average person running around don't need computers in their brain, dog. <laughs> Nah. Like people are stupid enough, bro. Nah, that's you know a fact. Saying? Like, the world no. be a giant Grand Theft Auto mission, dog. Heck, yo, it would be wild. <laughs> huh? It'll be wild. It'll be too wild. Slow. Nah. Yeah. Like I feel like stuff. Some stuff should just be left for medicine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It really should be. I agree with that. Yeah. We'll see, man. Who knows? Cause you know how Elon is. He he gets shit going. Yeah, Niggas shooting yeah. rockets at night. He don't care. He yeah, don't. He, he does anything, bro. That's who Iron Man was based off of, the new one or whatever. For real? Yeah, it was based off of Elon Musk. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, we'll see. That's wild. Because you know he want to do that little, uh, what was that, the uh, wormhole portal thing? Basically, it's like you can get from across continents within like a small fraction of time or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, But yeah. I don't know that how that'll get passed with like, you know, with the transit authorities in, around the world. world. So, nah, who yeah, knows? But it's a, a genius idea in theory, but again... Because if they had some shit like that, the drug game would be completely be con- off the yeah, rails, dog. Bro, like literally, I keep I seen today, I seen something today that they are making, they're turning marijuana into crack. Whoa, break this down to me, man. Cause this like is interesting. THC? Yeah. They're making it into liquid crack. Where people like people smoke it, like the, people smoke like it looks like crack. That's and insane. they smoke it out of a pipe, bro. That's crazy. Cause I heard when you turn up THC, it fucks with your motor skills, correct? I don't, know, I don't know nothing about that stuff. But like I just saw it today. That's wild. Like, just think about that. Like, so I'm thinking like how far every time something like that happens, that's when the federal government is kind of like, ooh, no, we're not about to make it completely legal. Yeah. Cause once you make things completely illegal for people, people can do whatever they want to do to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's what you gonna do? Yeah, because once they start stepping on it, man, happy like yeah, hey, you are, we know how K two goes down, even though yeah. it's synthetic. So imagine, man, and somebody's like, all right, cool, we're gonna take the CSC, we're gonna break it down and make it like crap. Next thing you know, they're gonna be shooting it up and like, heroin, yeah, you know what I'm saying? throwing a bombing fluid in it. Yeah, slim. <laughs> <laughs> man, the world's a wild place. Man. It's a wild place because like people always because somebody's always like, oh, man, we can smoke it. What else can we do with it? Yeah, versus just like yo. We could just smoke it and, and get it. Like we could drink it like a tea. We could put it in our liquid. Yeah. But people are like, nah, we want now we want to smoke, shoot it up. We wanna Yo, I can <laughs> imagine putting that in your bloodstream. We wanna put it in a pipe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> people wanna relive the eighties so bad, man. You wanna break it down, put it in your bloodstream, bro. So it's yeah. some wild bamas out here. It's wild, dog. <laughs> These people are wild. So uh I guess one of my last questions I wanted to ask you, summer stories. I'm sure you probably got a whole lot. You know, I really don't, man. You don't? Nah. Not even from the club life? From back in the nah, day? I don't have no wild stories. It ain't got to be nothing like incriminating, son. It could just be something like, that was an interesting night. Nah, I haven't, I haven't really had a lot of them joints. I, really? Yeah. I my, got one I could tell. My life is kind of boring on the low. Really? Yeah. Maybe to you. Somebody else <laughs> might be pretty entertaining. I mean, I, I, I mean, it's people out there who want my hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I told one of mine then. So, um, well, this is back in 2000 and when did the mixtape about another come out? Was that 2010? 
Wale's mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like 2010. So I was about like 19 or whatever. Y'all can do the math figure how old I am. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so it was me, my man's West, and the homegirl Niche. So he was doing signings at the store called Commonwealth on yeah. Florida Avenue. So I'm like, all right, bet. So I really wasn't that pressed to go for real. But my friend, not my friend, my family in Atlanta, fans of his, like, yo, get a picture with him. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do see what I can do. So we get out there, whatever. I didn't drive because I would have drove. I would have left. So we lined up around Commonwealth. I was there that day. You too. was there? I was there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Six degree separation. Yeah. So remember he made, they made Bama's lineup all the way towards the back, towards yeah. like uh, Adams Morgan. Yeah. So he came down to the line or whatever, shook everybody's hand. I'm going slow. I'm going to see y'all want to get in there. I'm going to sign some. I know what it was. He's doing autographs for the mixtape, the physical joint. Yeah. It's like, all right, bet. Slim, by the time I get up there, he's talking about, yo, I'm going to be out there in a minute. I got to do this interview with MTV. And his fans was going off. Like, one of them, man, fuck you, son. But out here says, dig, dug, and shit. I'll whoop your ass right now. It's like, man, we ain't about to fight you, Slim, but we can if we got to. So then he went back in there, did the interview with MTV or whatever. And then he's like, you'll be going to do a, a, a video shoot in a second. So we was out there from like four o'clock in the afternoon to like eleven o'clock at night, just for just for just for nothing. Based on something, I just came here to get an autograph and a picture for my folks and go home. That's why I said I would have drove home, son. I was angry as fuck. The man that wanted to rock, I'm like, son, if you jump in there, I'm jumping in with you, nigga. Shit, we out here. But it didn't come to that, thankfully. And if y'all look at the video, I think it's called One or The One. Like it's on YouTube somewhere now, but you can see me a little bit in the video in the background. So he just did a little freestyle for MTV or whatever, and then that was it. I was oh livid, dog. Gosh. I'm like, damn, Wale. That's my second time I met him. The first time I met him another story, but it ain't as funny as that. That oh had me mad God. as fuck, dog. But I, I get it, you know, both sides of the spectrum. I was like, man, he ain't have time. It happens. Yeah. You know, we're only human, so. Because, like, man, those, like, signings and whatnot, they can get out of control. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Especially you got niggas in the heat. Yep. Somebody might have been drinking. Yeah. That's all it takes, bro. So one pissed saying, off fan. One. one <laughs> just one. Wild, That's all it takes. So uh, before we dip out of here also, I want to know if you got any events or anything coming up that you wanted to like hit people to, or even your past events as well, like Gallery Noir or yeah, man. the basement party yeah, you got the, coming. The gallery joint was dope. We'll probably run that back sometime in September. Really? Um, all right. Yeah, so Bet. I'll I'm be trying, there. So I'm trying to do that every other month hmm. um, in D.C. I'm going to probably do this every other month in D.C. Um, and then next year, I'm going to take it on the road. Ah, I and see like, that. I'm still do DC like every other month, but like the off months, I'm going to take it on the road. Yeah, basically. curating your crowd. Yeah. I get that. Um, as we build our movement into like a national app, we're trying to do things like in different cities to like draw audiences. Yeah. I um, mean, like every year, the goal is for the, for the galleries to end at um, Art Basel. Wow, that's so big. That, so, that, so what we want to do is basically like go around the country find like the 10 best artists mm -hmm. in each city and then take and then like have a sponsor paid to have them in miami for like three or four days oh that's dope so that's what we want to do so that's like the goal you know what i'm saying yeah so, yeah damn son that's big but, yeah but the gallery noir man like the dopest thing about it is that people are actually buying art yeah like the second day i went the first day yeah like the first day people like people are buying stuff like people are buying Art both days really. Oh yeah. So like at the end of the show, like a couple of artists sold out. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Yeah. Nah, that's big. Like, yeah. You know, it's really tough to sell your art out here. So. Nah. So like one dude waited like three hours to buy two pieces. He was there at like one. He waited till four o'clock till both till both the artists got there. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he wanted to, he wanted to buy um he wanted to buy four pieces, but he ended up buying two. <laughs> So like, cause like one, like he wanted to buy like this big, like you seen like the joint, 
damn. It was like a joint with like a dude and a, and a, a dude in a quote. Yeah. Yeah. He, I, want, he wanted to buy that joint. Um, so I just told him to like the artist wasn't willing to sell it. So mm-hmm. I told him to buy just a print because you, you could get that the same size print. You haven't done the same. It looked the same. Yeah. Um, so he wanted, he got, he's getting that. And he bought like the the rocket, the dude, Astro Kid. The Astro yeah, Kid. with the money behind him. Yeah, I remember bought, that one. Yeah, he bought that joint. Like he walked up to the artist, was like, "Cash, here you go." Like, yeah, that joint wasn't cheap either. <laughs> yeah, I saw yeah, that. He gave, he gave cash, buddy. Like, just take it. Only you don't got a counter. It's all there. Damn. All right. And then he bought like another joint for his shorty. And then he wanted like another piece from Crooks, but Crooks wasn't trying to sell it. Understandable. Yeah, yeah I talked to Crooks for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, I mean. He, that was dope. That was just one guy. And then like Homegirl, she had her like her paintings. Mm-hmm. Not not paintings, her photos. I remember her too. So like yeah. somebody bought both of them joints. That orange one was gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. So like Yeah, if yeah. I look on my page on the uh was it Thoughts Pending Podcast, Instagram, it's a picture of it on there. Yeah. Y'all check it out. But yeah. Somebody like somebody caught both her joints. She sold out that was her first time. She just started shooting. Really? Like she's only been shooting like two months. Damn. And that was like her first shoot. Hey. And she did it. And Oh, that joint sold. It speaks for itself, man. Oh, when you good, yeah. you good. Yeah, both of them joints sold. And then like other other pieces, other pieces sold too. Damn. Another dude, one of the other guys, Kent, he sold two pieces. He had three pieces. He sold two. Damn. You know nah, saying? that's big, son. Yeah, and that's dope. Like, cause like, you know, and the artist was saying like that was like the best experiences they that was like their best experience as an artist in DC, period. Um just the way, because like a lot of times, like I said at the show, like a lot of times you see like people, they'll do like a party at some club mm-hmm. and then they'll be like, yo, let's bring in some artists just to. Yeah, live another place. It's, it's, a la- it's a layer, you know what I'm saying? But I, when I thought about the gallery, I was like, yo, I want to do a gallery, a two day exhibit, have just a flowing of people. Like you, like you're downtown somewhere. Like, yeah, it ain't never going to be packed like a party. It's always going to be like 10, 15, 20 people. 30 people, 50 people at the max, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At the joint. Yeah, so. Wow, that was well put together, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, and then, like, sure. we got the basement party coming up. Um, the basement R&B. Well, it's the basement party. I just, I put R&B just because it would grab people's attention. Of course. But it, it's really the basement party. Yeah. Um, and um, it's going to be a mix-up of, like, 90s, 2000 R&B, like, dance hall. That's going to be tough. And, uh, like, hip-hop, just, like. Just like a good vibe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like a good vibe. Like everybody, I don't care. Nobody say like some Sean Paul come on to the party, you gonna dance? Like oh, you, no know question. Saying? Yeah. you know what I'm saying? You gonna dance? <laughs> he had a you tough know? run. Yeah, like Shit. you know what I'm saying? Like, and it, he got songs like so. You might hear Ja Rule this moment, and next moment you hear some reggae or some dance, some Sean Paul or something. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, early two thousands. Yeah, it's I gonna, was it's live. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be a good party time. You I'm gonna try to find my throwback jerseys. Hey, man, <laughs> that'd be lit. I might, I should. I'm gonna see if I can find some. Yo, that like a headband or some shit. Something that'd be dope. <laughs> I gotta do like a theme party. Sure, son. Definitely in like, the fall. I'm that's the perfect a, time. Actually, yeah. So I'm a, for the September joint. I'm gonna do like a, a '90s '90s outfit joint. Yeah. For like cash prize. That'd be fire. The best, the best '90s joint. Well, actually, now I wait till the Halloween joint. That's even better. Yeah, we'll do it during Halloween. Damn, we're giving out all the stuff. Yeah, right we'll now. talk about the rest of us off the air, man. Y'all, <laughs> we'll talk about the rest of that off the air. But nah, it's going to be live, though, son. I, I got to drop the flyer tomorrow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, book in advance, shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's all but, good. Nah, that's what's up, though, son. Definitely all looking day, for man. it. We're just working, man. 
Nah. But yeah, man, I appreciate I appreciate you um always posting the movement train every time you post the podcast. Oh, for dope. sure. Because believe it or not, people actually be on the po- on the app listening to the podcast. Word. Yeah. But it's not hip. Yeah. That's like, what's Believe up. it or not, like people be on that joint listening to the podcast. Bet yeah. that. Yeah. Sure, yeah. So like out of all, like it's like it's lit. Podcast is like in the top like five or six things that are like visited the most on the app. Wow. Nah, yeah. that's big. Yeah. Damn. And the, and the app's still relatively new. It's only right. It's been out. Uh, it's been out uh, nine months. Yeah. Oh, it's still. It's, it's, it's new, new. Yeah, you know exactly. It's, uh, Shit. it's only been around that's nine dope. months. Um, five thousand downloads and growing. Like the goal is trying to. Get, I'm trying to get to ten thousand by. By the turns one in um, October first. So okay, like, I'm just trying to get everybody like yo, just shout the joint out, like yeah, get, get their people to download it. You know what I'm saying? Like all the downloads matter, man. Like, they do. We grown. You know what I'm saying? For so, sure. Yeah. I'm gonna shout y'all out for sure. Definitely. I, always, man. I see. It. I appreciate it. Hey, as as I should, man. You know, just try to look out and help everybody grow out here in some way. Man, and, we uh, all gotta win together, man. We do. We, we do. Win together. One team, one dream, man. All day. So before we get up out of here, got anything else you want to shout out? Man, um, you know what I'm saying? You know, make it an Avion summer. You know what I'm saying? Make it a Martel fall. Oh, yeah. And a Jameson winner. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, if y'all listening, man, if y'all want to sponsor a podcast, I'm not saying I'm for sale, but let's talk. Hey, we can work. Yeah. <laughs> Bet that, man. Well, oh, you give out your ads tonight. I'm going to put it in the description anyway, but you yeah. want to give out your ads so people can find you back yeah. and support? He can hit me on the gram. At all, actually, all social media platforms, same thing, Anwar Kong, A N W A A K O N G. Um, follow the movement MVE period MNT on the gram. Pet that. So you already know about me. Uh, you know the, the uh, podcast. Uh, Instagram is Thoughts Pending Pod. My personal is Shah Solo. At Twitter, Shadow Solo. And I believe the Twitter is just Thoughts Pending with no G at the end. And like us on like me on Facebook too. I'd appreciate it if y'all did. You know, leave a review. You know, it even, matters. Yeah, it matters. That helps. You know, that's how that's how I grow. Cause you know, I'm out here trying to make moves like everybody else. But uh that's all our time to the next time. And we out. Peace.